You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets, whatever the problem is. Pet professionals standing by, ready to to help out. We like talking about animal-related issues, animal fun stuff. Sitting in the booth there, pushing all our buttons. Sam. Hey, Sam Nork. Oh, that was really loud. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Nork. Uh, My name's Jamie Flanagan, just making sure everybody has a good time. And today on the show, uh, we have a guest, Samantha. Yes. Pretty excited about that? I am. It's, uh, we have an author. Oh, cool. Author, author, author. (laughs) The author of The Invisible Leash. Invisible Leash. It's uh, Patrice Karst. Uh, And we're going to be talking to her. Um, it's it's a touching story about oh, yeah. uh, coping with the loss of, of a pet. Yeah. So I looked it up. I was like, "Oh, this is sad." <laughs> yes. So um, it's uh, it's a follow up to uh, the invisible string, and oh. we're going to find out about that as well, and then uh, all about the illustrations and the whole story yeah. that goes along with uh, the invisible leash. But it's a uh, uh, holiday season's upon us, Samantha. Yes. And uh, so Merry Christmas. Unfortunately. Unfortunately? Not yeah. a big holiday fan? It's too much stress. Ah. Uh, yeah. Try having 50 people over. Oh, yeah. Try having 50 of your wife's relatives over oh, on no. Christmas Day. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Not that Not that I have to live through that for like the last 10 years. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's scary stuff, man. It's yeah. high stakes. <laughs> Miss Colleen gets super serious like in oh, these really? weeks here. Oh, my God. Yeah. We don't have a tree yet. Oh, it's man. uh well actually this is like actually last year or yeah it, it, we got it last weekend so we'll probably get it this weekend but I got a I got a meeting up at in Lansing oh yeah and uh, I got all kinds of stuff going on so uh, but a lot of times people bring pets home for the holidays oh yep it's uh and it's like one of the the worst things you can do <laughs> <laughs> actually uh, if you're gonna get a dog or a cat or bring a pet into the house uh, mainly like a dog or a cat or snake something that needs a schedule well, a snake <laughs> doesn't absolutely need a schedule you don't want to do it during the holiday break during the holiday week right because the co- because they thrive on schedules oh yeah so you want to bring that critter home like before or after. Yeah. Uh, once you're back on a regular schedule, because you bring them in and you, they got a week, a week and a half, two weeks of like, hey, everybody's home all the time. This is cool. I oh, like yeah. this place. And everybody's like, school's back and like it's a ghost Work, town, yeah. right? Uh, not a good thing for the for the critters. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Right, right. Yeah. So that Christmas Day puppy, not a good thing. So uh, like do it like now. Like uh, Matt Fox, the genius. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it's a, it's a very altruistic thing that that he did um he he taking care of a dog or he's yeah. fostering a dog because uh, the person who owned the dog had a stroke and they can't God. take care of the puppy anymore so matt and mary are going to keep an eye on the critter uh, uh until they find it a forever home but uh, matt's i think matt's kind of hooked oh on the I, dog yeah i don't Aww. think i think the forever home might be the fox residence Aww. um i'm pretty i'm pretty sure of, of that so Aww. but here's an interesting tidbit right Yes. Survey says Segway. <laughs> but uh dads end up taking care of the dog. And this uh there's a I know you're you're doing scrunchy you're <laughs> yeah. doing scrunchy face. I did scrunchy face too when I read that little headline. So dog is really man's best friend because dads end up having to take care of the family pets. Gen- pet, not pets, pet generally. Uh despite Singular. being 
the most reluctant to get the dog. <laughs> Researchers have found that dads are the ones that left to uh, feed, clean, and exercise the dog. Oh, yeah, probably. So study says uh, out of 2,500 pet owners, uh, children were the ones most in- instrumental in getting the pet. But dads but not taking care of it. are the ones that are taking care of it, <laughs> which always struck me, though. I thought it was going to I thought it was the moms. Yeah. Right. But if you're talking about the dog and it's like, OK, take the dog for a walk. Go clean up the poops in the yard. Uh, that, I had to clean the poop. That might that might fall to dad. Well, yeah, yeah. And that's that's one of the reasons like I don't. Oh, we had Zoe, yeah. you know, because Colleen and Colin had Zoe when we met. Yeah. Um, love Zoe. Love, I love having a dog. I just don't like picking up dog poop. Yeah, me neither. So it's like, uh, you know, I, it's, but I got a cat and I clean out the cat box. What's the difference? Yeah. Right? But, you know, I don't know. I mean, there is a difference. Yeah. Dog poop is nasty. Cat poop's like little, it's not, it's not nasty. Right. It's less nasty. It's less nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not an hors d'oeuvre or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not. Uh, can you turn the the mic on the the music channel down? Just I did. did? Okay. All right. Because uh, I got to dial out in a second. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah. So, but yeah. So you know, the shapoopy is not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> not a good thing. So that's that's what makes me lead to believe that that aspect for dogs, uh, pets in general, the turtles, the fish, the cats, the rats, uh, the salamanders, uh, everything else, the turtles, the size of a quarter. <laughs> Jerry and his name's Steve. It's a turtle. He's the size of a quarter. His name is Steve. <laughs> One of my current students, uh, is Jerry. His um, name is Jerry. Yeah. He, oh, okay. one of my current students, Jerry. I, People I still told name him, their kids Jerry? Apparently. <laughs> and uh, I told him I had a, stir, a, a turtle that was the size of a quarter. It was a, yeah. little, a little tiny turtle. And his name was Steve. And he was so excited. Oh, my gosh. And then I told him I was lying. And, and then he got upset. Now he hates me. Oh, he he doesn't hate you. <laughs> he hates me so much. He's moving to Nevada. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very sad. Actually, they're pulling them there. There, and it's oh like before the semester's over. Yeah, they're splitting town. So Why? yeah, I don't know family stuff, but uh, I love me some Jerry too. He's a hardworking kid. He's like you, you know. He's like yeah. He does everything involved in stuff. You ask, and you can just count on it being done. It's like why do the good ones go? You yeah, know, I left. it's like I need to. Anyway, but uh, we got a guest on the way. Oh, yeah. And we're going we're gonna to call her up because we're going to be talking uh, about her book. I got off on a tangent there. Surprise, surprise. I got off on a tangent. Can you imagine that, Samantha? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you had any, ever had any pets named Steve? No, I had a cat named Mike. That was it. I mean, that's <laughs> not any close, but, you know, it's still like one of those weird names. <laughs> All right. I'm dialing it up here. Should I turn? Turn it up. Please. That should be good. Hello. Hi, Patrice. Jamie. Hey, it's Jamie from Animal Talk. You're on with Samantha and myself. Hi. Hey. We dive right into it here. There's none of this pre-screening garbage. (laughs) It's showtime, Patrice. It's go time. So, Patrice, you are a best-selling author. Uh, one of the previous books is The Invisible String. Uh, you also had The Invisible Web. Uh, there's The Invisible String Workbook to accompany it. Uh, and now, next up in, in the hit parade uh, is The Invisible Leash, and we're hoping for uh, this one to become a bestseller for you uh, as well. Patrice, thanks so much for uh, taking some time tonight. Thank you for having me. Patrice, tell us about your childhood. 
you say? I said, Sorry, tell, I, I didn't catch that. Tell us about your child. Tell us about your childhood. Oh. That's that's uh, oh, that's just oh, one of the kooky. That's, that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so but, Patrice, um, uh, so you've written these books, right? And these books uh, mainly deal with with loss and and coping with loss. Well, yes and yes and no. I mean, you know, it, it's it's interesting because the Invisible String, even though it became a bestseller. Um, you know, especially because of grieving and loss, it wasn't originally written for that purpose. It just became very popular in that world. Um, but it's uh, but the invisible leash is definitely about loss. It's about um, our connection to our animals. So that, um, when they pass on, we right. are connected forever to them. Hmm. Well, let's rewind a little bit. Let's go to the invisible string. Um, what what is so what is that concept and and where where did where did that come to you how did that come to you so how it came to me was that um when my son who's now 28 when he was um a little boy and was going to preschool i was a single working mom and when i would bring him to school in the morning he would cry cuz he had separation anxiety and he wanted to be with me all day he didn't want me going off to work and it was brutal because he cried and I cried and it was just a big mess. So um, one day, um, as I was dropping him off, I just sort of spontaneously told him that we would be connected all day long by an invisible string oh. made out of love. And oh. that if he missed me, all he needed to do was tug on the string and I would feel it. And then I would tug it back and he would feel it in his heart and that we were connected by this by this string all day. <laughs> Samantha. It was, like a, it was like this amazing <laughs> moment. You know, his eyes lit up. He said, is there really an invisible string? And I was like, there really is. Oh. And he said, and we're connected all day. Yes, we are. And that was it. His separation anxiety ended um, that day. And uh, then I realized... You know, then all his little friends wanted to hear the story, and I knew I had something. I knew that I had um, come up with sort of a tangible um, explanation for an abstract concept. Love is is abstract. How do we feel it? But how do you explain what it is? Right. So, for children, hearing that there's an invisible string that connects them to all of their loved ones. including those that have passed on. Um, and when grandma, you know, lives in another state or dad has, you know, is in the military and has to deploy or a best friend moves away, um, that we don't lose our connections. And so it just has become this sort of phenomena that is a celebration of love um, and, and loss. Um, but it's, you know, it's used for everything from, you know, wedding showers, you know, birthday gifts, uh, first day of school, uh, graduation, you know, it's just, it became this sort of absolute phenomena, divorce attorneys, hospitals, hospices, the military, the prison system, the grief world. Um, it's just love. It's just, yeah. you know, it's what love is. It's a, it's a beautiful way to, to yeah, like you said, uh, 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 make a, uh, an abstract idea very, very tangible. Uh, the way we're hooked up, you you can't hear Samantha, but she can hear you, and and it's uh, she's over there cooing and and just <laughs> she's getting a little misty over there in the producer booth. Um, so yeah, but she's uh, she's enjoying, it. and I'm I that's I, I love I love love that idea that connection. Um, so you're connected uh, with your illustrator Joanne, and uh, how does Joanne say her last name? Lou Vertoff. Lou Vertoff. She yes. is 
Lou Vertal. She lives in Amsterdam. And um, so we've never met in person, but I feel so bonded sure. to her. She she took my text because she is the illustrator on all of my um, all of the invisible series of books, and she just got it from from day one when we sent her the first book. You know, she wrote me an email and just said, "Oh my God, I'm crying. I love this book. Can't wait to work on it." And her pictures just brought the book and all of the books to life. I couldn't be happier with her art. I'm just blown away. It is. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's very approachable. It's, uh, uh, I, I, I like it. I just, uh, I, I like the artwork. I, I really do. The, the illustrations that go with it. It's, uh, um, it's modern, but it's not too characterized. It's, uh, I, I, I like the, I like the artwork you got going with that. So yeah. Thank so how did you, you, how did the two of you get hooked up? Is what that just the publisher connected well, you or? My, yes. Yes. The publisher, Little Brown for Young Readers, who is the dream publisher that every author would, would want to have. I, I feel so blessed, um, to be with them. And I thought, you know, being with a big New York publishing house that, you know, I'm not going to have any say in anything. And it was exactly the opposite. They wanted me to be involved, every spread, every picture. Um, and they sent me a bunch of different artists, um, samples and said, you know, pick the three that you like the best. And Joanne's was probably my top pick. Mm. I said, Oh my God, I love this woman. Um, and she, you know, so they struck a deal with her, and then the collaboration began. Joanne and I didn't so much go back and forth together, but she would send the art to Little Brown. Little Brown would send it to me, say, do you have any comments on each picture? I would make my comments. It'd go back to Joanne, and and we'd go back and forth and back and forth until we had the finished product, and um, we're both so thrilled. And and I think that because because Joanne so um connected with the work it's been you know like a labor of love for her and you can see it in the art i mean you know she's really created some special stuff here yeah and so she's done all of your books which leads you to the latest one which is the invisible leash and working off of that strings of love idea uh what's the story behind the invisible leash well when the invisible string, you know, for all the years that the invisible string has been out, um, lots of people have used that book to help their children cope with the loss of their beloved pets. Mm-hmm. But I would get a lot of emails from parents and caregivers and teachers saying, could you, would you consider writing a book that's specifically about animals? So I did. Um, and luckily, Little Brown um, loved it and bought it. Um, and so the invisible leash is the story of um, a little boy named Zach who loses his dog. His dog, Jojo, um, gets old, <laughs> like we all do, yeah. and um, passes away. And he's brokenhearted until he takes a walk through the neighborhood with his very best friend, Emily, who proceeds to tell him the story of the invisible leash that her grandpa had told her and his grandpa had told him um, when uh, when her cat, Rexy, dies. And so she tells him all about this invisible leash that connects us forever to our animals. And Zach is not buying into this concept at all. Mm. He's like, there's no such thing as an invisible leash. I only believe in things I can see. But 
as their meandering walk through the neighborhood, you know, goes from daylight to twilight into the evening, um, Emily, through a whole series of um, of just wonderful explanations and sharing, convinces Zach um, to really take this a little deeper and think about it. And as they continue talking, Zach begins to realize that he can feel Jojo tugging on the invisible leash in his heart and actually even sees a glimpse of Jojo howling at the moon. And it's beautiful. It's, I mean, I have to say it's a beautiful story. I mean, I know I wrote it, <laughs> but I think I'm allowed to say that. Sure. And um, interestingly, sadly, but also pretty profoundly, as I was finishing up the text, my own beloved wiener dog, Coco, died. Mm. Um, she got sick, she had Cushing's disease, and she died. And I literally read my own book to get comfort. Um, and it did. It really comforted me. And then Little Brown was so kind, and they let me even put a picture of Coco in the back of the book with a whole dedication to her. So I knew I knew this book would work because... Um, because it comforted me, and and interestingly, the title, you know, we had to co- we had to be clever because not all animals have leashes, right? You know, sure, dogs yeah. have leashes, but cats don't. So Zach even, you know, tries to stump Emily and says, "Well, Rexy never used a leash, you know. So what do you mean invisible leash?" And uh, Emily goes on to explain that, well, not when she was alive, but just like my brother's hamster and my you know sister's bird. All animals have invisible leashes that don't connect our bodies, but connect our hearts. <laughs> and um, so, you know, and then Zach Aww. is still unmoved and says, well, you know, but, but Jojo didn't even like his leash. He liked to run free, you know. And then again, she explains that it doesn't tie our bodies down. You know, they, they still run free, but their hearts are always connected to us. So, oh. I, I, you know, I think it's a very special book. And... Um, I, you know, very excited to see what the response with the children of the world are going to be, because the fact is that, um, you know, death is not a subject that we should shy away from with children. Children will experience death, whether it's a hamster or a pet or a grandparent, or they hear about it on the news or a dead bird as they're walking down, you know, down a hiking trail. Um, and so what could be more comforting than to realize that we are forever connected to our animals and to our people that we have loved? Oh, beautiful story. So we're here early December 2019, and the book is uh, on sale now, right? Yeah, it came out uh, two days ago. Yay, right on. Well, Yay! we timed that well. <laughs> yeah, and it's also available as an audio book, which oh. I, yours truly did the reading of it. Oh, good. Um, and it's... it's um, I think that, you know, you don't have to wait until a pet has passed away to enjoy the invisible leash because it's a celebration of our animals. Really, it's, it's a love story. It's, you know, it's, and, and our animals, well, you know, this is animal talk. Our animals are everything to us. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so, yes, we are forever connected and always will be. So, um, where where are you at in the spiritual realm? Do you believe uh, our pets go to heaven? Absolutely. Um, in the book, we don't call it heaven. We call it the beyond. Okay. Emily explains that, that our animals are in the beyond, and Zach wants to know, well, where is the beyond? Is it in outer space? And <laughs> Emily explains that it's there, 
and everywhere. You know, Grandpa even says the beyond is all around us, but we just can't see it. So in the book, you actually see the spirit animals of Jojo and Emily's cat, Rexy. You see them following the ch- their children as they're walking through the neighborhood, and you can see that they're connected by these sort of ethereal leash that's connecting them. And yeah. it's it's pretty special, but you don't have to have any particular religious or sure. spiritual belief. Um to enjoy the book, it's 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 love. That's what it is. It's yeah. a celebration of love, and uh, I absolutely do believe I am very spiritual, um, and I absolutely believe that our animals are just waiting for us, you know. And and one day we will be reunited with all of the creatures that we've ever loved. That's uh, my own personal belief. Oh yeah, you know, it's that that uh, coffee mug wisdom there but it's like if it's all one that says uh you know if if our pets aren't in the beyond i don't want to go <laughs> you know exactly exactly <laughs> it's i feel not, the same way but i i'm not worried about it because i know they are that's right i know it's, they are it's not paradise and if the running, critters aren't they're there. running free right now they're out of pain they're you know and they're running with all their friends and um it's just a matter of time till we all get to be reunited all right. So the book is uh, the Invisible Leash, and uh, Patrice Karst, you are uh, you have a website as well. And yep. Just you know, uh, it's just Pat- Patrice P A T R I C E Karst K A R S T dot com. Excellent. Patrice dot com, and, and, and I love to hear from my readers. So yeah. if anyone's listening, let me know um, how you like the Invisible Leash and all of any of my books. I'd love to hear from you guys. Right on, right on. And then uh, available, all the usual suspects, all the online sellers will will have the book available uh, through there as yes. well. All right. Excellent. Yes, absolutely. Well, wonderful. Thank you uh, for sending a copy of the book to me. Um, I teach high school. And, uh, oh, I have, you too? I, yeah, yeah. And I have kids of uh, all abilities. Uh, and this book is a little beyond typical high schoolers. But I got a couple kids I work with that uh, are really into pets. And I, 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 one had lost a pet. I think I'm going to share this with her. Um, Please do. So, yeah. Please do. So I, I, think it, yeah. uh, I think she'll enjoy it. Well, I think it'll freak her yeah. out and then she'll enjoy it. But maybe I'll send yeah, it home with of, mom one of my, first. One of my favorite <laughs> parts of the book, there's a particular page where, um, where Zach is finally getting it. That yes, yes, okay, maybe I do believe. Maybe, uh, maybe this really is true. And it's so cute because, again, with Joanne, the artist, she's so brilliant. So the picture is the spirit animals of Jojo and Rexy, and they're giving each other a high five. Like, <laughs> finally, he gets it, you know? <laughs> he gets that we really are here with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Patrice, thanks so much. Thank you for having me, and have a happy Christmas. Oh, you too. Be well. Okay, bye. Hey, all right. That's a cool little book. That's sad. Sorry, I thought I (laughs) thought my thing was muted. No, it is not. Um, That's sad. Yeah, well. And now I'm upset, so that's awesome. (laughs) No, no, it's like a sad, it's like a sad Well, you think about the critters, you know, that that aren't. Um, Yeah. It's so, like a happy sad. Kirby's still around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He runs around the house still. Oh. <laughs> he's been gone for he's been gone for like six. I had him for eighteen years. That's wild. Yeah. I think I had my cat for like eleven or twelve. Yeah. And then he um, went on. 
Yeah. All right. So there you go. That's uh, the Invisible Lease and Leash and Patrice Karst, and that's uh, patricekarst.com, and then available on all the usual suspects. Amazon. Amazon. But pets, man, some pets live a long time. Yeah. Like have- tortoises. Turtles, my little my little quarter sized turtle named Steve. <laughs> that isn't real. <laughs> He's real in my heart. <laughs> so, um, are are you a big Sylvester Stallone fan? Uh he's cool. He Did- was at uh he was at Cannes when I was there. Was he? Yeah, for his movie Rambo, the new Rambo movie. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, Rambo is like forty-eight or something. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what this is? Yeah. What is it? Not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're a movie buff. You would know what this is. So it's the Rocky theme. Yeah. Yeah, theme from Rocky. So, but uh, Sylvester Stallone in the in the movie Rocky, there was a uh, in Rocky something. One, <laughs> two, three. There's like Green. five of them. Yeah. Now he's in Creed. Oh yeah, Creed. Um, yeah. Ta, 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 ta. Uh, right. He's got uh, Sylvester Stallone has two pet turtles. Um, they are forty four years. They're forty four years old. They were the two little turtles uh, that were in Rocky. He kept them. No way. That's uh, that's what the do you remember dot com is there telling us. There were six us. Rocky movies. What? There were six Rocky movies? Uh, there no, I don't know how many. There's six. Are, okay, yeah. Well, Are they plus, counting the Creeds? In if there? you count Creed, it's eight. Yeah, Creed and Creed two. Yeah. Yep. Dang. Yeah, it was a lot of Rocky. But it was one of them, he had these two little turtles, right? And uh, supposedly he still has them. He just posed for a picture and put it up on Instagram with the the two turtles while he's doing some publicity. Oh wow! For um, for the uh, Creed two movie. And uh, he said last May, just last May, he posted a photo of himself with two turtles. He captioned, uh, in Creed 2, my original buddies from Rocky, Cuff and Link, now 44 years old. Um, But the turtles in the picture actually weren't Cuff and Link. Um, Then why did he post it? Because they're actors and it's publicity and they lie. Their lives are like, actors are messed up people, right? He seems like a cool dude. You spend your entire life. Pretending to be someone else. Yeah, but that's just so for the work. persona that yeah, but the persona that people know and admire and like isn't really you. I mean, right? Yeah. So comedians, I mean, they get up on stage and they spill their guts and yeah. they, they they tell about they tell jokes about themselves because they all hate themselves, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> low self esteem or something, right? Yeah. So the, the comedians they, they spill themselves and that's pretty real, but actors. They're, that's not who they are, you know? It's like, oh, I love Snape, or oh, I, you know, Ronald Weasley, I want to date him. I don't know, you know? You wanted to date Ronald for a while there. I know you did. No, maybe a little, but like, <laughs> he... <laughs> See, but that's not that dude, right? Yeah. You know? uh, sadly. So that's, uh, yeah, that's not the, so the actors, right? You know? Uh, uh, John Wick. I want to party with that dude. No, but he's cool. He's actually a cool uh, Keanu, dude. Well, yeah, he's actually Keanu's, a nice person. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, Keanu's uh, pretty amazing. He's so, a cool dude. 
But anyway, so but anyway, so why did he lie about these turtles? Well, yeah, that's what they do. That's their lives are based on that. But Cuff and Link, forty four years old. Uh, but the turtles in the promo picture um, weren't the turtles from the first Rocky. The tur- these turtles in the in the promo fo- photo there were uh, provided by the Briarbrush Nature Center oh. in Albington, Pennsylvania, uh, and they had them there for the Creed two film. So they'll appear in Creed two, Cuff and Link. Um, oh, cool. They they would be forty four years old now. Turtles can live seventy five years though. Oh wow! So it's quite possible they're still alive, but he just didn't want to fly them out from California. Oh, yeah. uh, to be in the spot, um, he's got a soft spot soft spot in his heart. Stallone does uh, for these critters. Creed two. There was a, supposed to be a scene. Creed two's already out. Yeah, it's but, already out. Yeah. Uh, there was a scene where Rocky talked to the turtles and fed them. Um, but it did, didn't end up, it hit the cutting room floor. It didn't make the movie. So there was a scene. So the scene got pulled from the final edits. So they had those turtles there for nothing. Yeah. Yep. 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 People got to think about this stuff when they make movies. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been nice to have Rocky's softer side, you know, caring for the turtles still. Uh, so Kate Fisk is an environmental educator and the animal's curator. They're red-eared sliders, uh, and they've been at the Briarbrush Nature Center since 2006. Someone had abandoned them Aww. in the pond, which is a very common fate for pet turtles. Aww. A lot of times people, so they get too big for their enclosure, uh, people just let them go. So, Damn, they don't want to buy a new enclosure? That's your yeah. buddy. So they flush a, the alligator down the toilet, and that's how you end up with, uh, you know, Every the alligator time, in the sewer. Every time I sit on the toilet, I'm afraid that something's going to come up and bite me. <laughs> Do you ever get that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I feel like like an alligator is going to come out and like, or like a snake or like. Pinch your bum? Yeah. Or, or just, or just like get up and then I see it in there. I hate snakes. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, that's just a weird, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that, but that's just like a thought that I have. Uh, I don't know. Or like when you lay in bed, like what if there's spiders? Like what if you wake up and there's spiders by you? Well, you eat like what, 15 pounds of spiders in your lifetime or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, apparently. And I don't want to think about that. That's a, that's an urban myth. You might get a couple. You don't do the, the, however, whatever number they say. Whatever that that's yeah. an urban that's an urban legend. You do you know possibly, but generally speaking, no, that's not a thing. But red ear spiders would go in there. Red red ear red ear sliders can reach adult size in only two years. Oh wow! So they have no idea what how old these turtles are because they were adult size already when they were abandoned. Yeah. Um, in the pond, but they've had them since two thousand and six. Yeah. So thirteen years so far, right? Yeah. Quick math. I'm smart. Uh- <laughs> well, because if they were already full size when they got them. They could be 15. Right. They could be even older than that, right? Yeah. So uh, they were already local celebrities before the movie clip and the the, the, the promo picture even hit because people would come out. Uh, they would use them for their ambassador program and travel to a lot of schools and educating children and adults uh, alike about uh, wildlife and you know explaining how, hey, these turtles were abandoned. Don't do that to your turtles. Because then we got to take them on parade, yeah. Yeah. Um, Many people, when they see Sly's selfie, commented on how small the tank was and were worried about the the turtle's welfare. Because it's in the the picture, it's a small tank. It's a, well, it's a big tank, but these are fairly large turtles. Um, And, and, but he's happy to say that the tank was only uh, a prop for the set and they only spent one day in that tank. And they're actually quite comfortable and they even took naps in there. So, in the day that they were there. So, they're back home at the Briar Brush. And they have a very luxurious space at Briarbrush. Oh. Um, so they, they, they pulled the scene. Uh, the turtles were very upset that they missed their big break. Oh. So, <laughs> there you go. 
So yeah, poor babies. It's uh, I'm I'm curious if he really does have those turtles, the real turtles, still hmm. or not. I don't know. We talked to his mom. A few oh yeah, t- yeah you I, did. I don't know if we have those up on the archive. I feel like you do. But uh, we talked to her two different times. Oh yeah, and she had two minute miniature pinchers. She had two min pins. Yeah, that could tell the future. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, they would they would communicate with her. I'm not going to say talk to her, but they would communicate with her yeah. and tell her things. That's amazing. Like the results of the election. Oh, and we really? were like saying, oh, bull crap, bull crap, bull crap. And then, you know, she predicted the election and it was like the one with the dangling chads and everything and oh, how close yeah. and crazy it was. Yeah. And she said it was going to be an extraordinarily close race. There'll be the, the results will be rife with, with controversy and uh, it'll be a very narrow margin for bush and she was totally right oh my god and we're like uh whoops so we got her back on to talk about that oh wow oh, even a broken clock's right twice a day right we should get her on again that'd be really <laughs> cool i don't know if she's still around is she still alive i don't know oh, she's sh- she's she's pretty old oh shoot if she is she's she's very aged i'm, I'm not sure Google it. Yeah, i feel bad yeah i'm not sure Rest how old she peace. is now but uh yeah, so you can go back to the Animal Talk archives for that uh, rewind, Animal Talk rewind. We talked to her. By God, that was uh, well, yeah, that whatever that election was with Bush and Gore and the dangling chads, right? Uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, you know, we've been around. We've been doing these. We've been doing these shenanigans for a long time. All right, so what? She what, is still alive. Hey! She is ninety-eight years yeah, old. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew she was up there. Wow. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know if she's doing phone interviews anymore oh, yeah. with pet shows. <laughs> she might be healthy. We don't you know. Never, yeah, you never know how lucid she is. Yeah. I, that's nice. That's sweet that she's still, still that's around wild. and kicking. Yeah, it was fun. She was fun. She was a riot. She's like, she, and she's totally, and she's not like a kook. Yeah. I mean, it's kook. That whole idea is kind of kooky. I mean, but in it, that. It, were, it happened. She's not a kook, you know, talking to her. And she's like she's very very much into to 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 uh Middle Eastern uh like mythology oh, yeah. and, and 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 culture and and um uh mysticism is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Uh and she said that the dog's ability was uh in part due to the prayer rugs. Oh yeah. She had visited the Holy Land and brought home, brought back some prayer rugs, and the dog took to, the dogs took to sleeping on the prayer rugs. And after they had been sleeping on the prayer rugs, um, they they started to they she this bond this communicative bond that she had with them was uh, enhanced. Dang. So and then she talked about how yeah, just it was an interesting conversation. She looked it up anyway. Um, She's wild. Yeah, that's, that's very wild. cool. So all right, so what is this? Is nothing to do with animals. Or pets, um, but what is the most Walmarty thing at Walmart's you could think of? Like people or like product? <sighs> what is the most Walmarty Walmart thing you could think? I feel of? like everything they have at Walmart, they're gonna have they're gonna have it like Meyer and like Sam's Club, you know? Yeah. How about how about I can't even I can't even say it. Kentucky Fried Chicken scented fire logs. They do not have that. <laughs> That's not real. That's real. That's not real. Is that the most Walmarty Walmart thing you've ever heard? I guess of? it kind of involves animals. It's chicken. Yeah. 
Kentucky Fried Chicken scented fire logs are available at Walmart while supplies last. Forget the chicken sandwich war. Kentucky Fried Chicken is bringing back a popular holiday item <laughs> that they can make your whole house smell like fried chicken. It's the limited edition 11 Urban Spice Fire Log. According, this is on USA Today. This is a news, real newspaper. Comes out every day. It's real. It's on KFC.com. <laughs> it's real. Starting Thursday. Well, it's, it's, uh, so while supplies last, uh, the logs developed by EnviroLog will be for sale exclusively at Walmart oh for eighteen ninety nine. The price includes free two-day shipping. Uh, last year, we captured the hearts and noses of fireplace of our fans. Uh, <laughs> Oh my thousands, God. thousands more were clamoring to get their hands I'm gonna get one. on our limited fire logs. Uh, and this comes from Andrea, the, the KFC U.S. Chief Marketing Officer, uh, noting the partnership with Walmart will help spread the finger-licking good cheer. Uh, if you want one of the logs, you need to act fast. In 2018, is the log eight. Uh, the log sold out in three hours. Oh, God. So it's this probably is, already sold out. Yeah. When did this come out? This article uh, came out. Uh, no, it came out today. So, the, no, the, these come out today. Uh, so, well, Let me if you're see. I'm going to Walmart.com right now. December 5th, 2019, today, uh, depending on when you listen oh to God, this. But, please, yeah. Please, so, please, here's please. the thing. I know. So the oh my God, it's still in stock. Limited time, limited quantity fire logs makes the perfect unexpected gift for our secret Santa or white elephant. Uh, KFC suggests in a news release, the logs can be burned outdoors or in fireplaces, wood stoves, and in fire pits. Uh, EnviroLog president Ross and the, uh, said that the Georgia-based company received weekly calls about the logs since they sold out last year. This heartwarming, hunger-inducing partnership between EnviroLog and KFC and Walmart is sure to spice up the holiday season. Oh <laughs> I'm going to get that. Now, wh- that would be funny. To me, that would be funny to do that and then like just kind of slip it in. Yeah. And, you know, if it had like a, just a regular thing on it, yeah. regular cover on it. Uh, and so they didn't know. And then their spell is like, who brought chicken? Who's eating chicken? <laughs> it's like getting all ticked off, super angry. I think I would, that would just be, that's my kind of humor right there. Man, I want to, I want to buy it, but I'm like really poor. But like I need to get Christmas presents for people, so maybe I'll buy them. That is, that's a good, that's a great gag gift. I mean, if if you got twenty bucks to blow on a yeah, joke, yeah. You know? But like, it's like a good one. It's like if they like chicken, I'm pretty sure they're gonna like it. That's what Colleen and I um, use. We use the the fakey log. We call them fakey logs. Yeah. Because uh, it's just you know it's cleaner than the real logs and chop and dirt and. Yeah, it's less less smoky in the house. Yeah, uh, I love the real fire smell and everything, but the the fakey logs the, the fakey logs work. Yeah, really well. So um, I'm I'm running out of juice here, Samantha. Oh, okay. So I gotta I gotta plug in a second. But uh, uh, so <laughs> is that is that at the most Walmarty Walmart thing? Yeah, it is. Yep, and I'm stalling because he's <laughs> plugging that in. Hello. I'm stalling. That's a good stall. Like <laughs> nothing, nothing like oh, breaking okay. down that fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy six. Yeah, I was just I was down to two percent juice there. Oof. Um. All right. Ooh. 
here we go. And then uh, what else did I want to talk to you about? There's a couple other things I, I wanted to, to mention. I want those. Oh, KFC logs. That would just be so good. I want it so bad. I ju- that's just that's just good comedy. I just uh, I, I just. Do you think they'll make one for other fast food places like the McDonald's log? Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, but Kentucky Fried Chicken. You go into Kentucky Fried Chicken, it just smells like Kentucky Fried Chicken. What does McDonald's smell like? McDonald's. McDonald's has a smell. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It's, it's mainly the fries. Yeah, going. it's the 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 fries. Yeah, it has a smell. Like if I leave McDonald's in my car, like like I can smell it. Do you ever do that? Do you ever leave fast food in your car and then you come up fast the next food, morning? There's no leaving fast food for me. Oh, no, you don't. It goes. Uh, well, it goes, but <clears> then sometimes, like, I leave some fries out because right, right, I don't right, ever right. finish the fries. I don't for even know why scary. I get fries. Yeah. And I leave them for, like, a day and they come back and I'm like, oh, McDonald's. <laughs> White Castle. Oh, yep. That has a, that has a decided aroma to yep. it. What else? What else? What other Taco food? Taco Bell? Taco maybe, Bell, maybe? A little bit. Yeah, I love Taco Bell. Definitely, definitely. I think White Castle would be the next Little Caesars. Yeah, I would get that log. <laughs> where are you at with ice cream, Samantha? What about ice cream? Where are, Where are you at with it? Do you like ice cream? I, I love ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Ben and Jerry's. Are you a big Ben yes. and Jerry's fan? Yeah, they have the Jimmy Fallon ice cream that yeah. I adore. You may have to slow your roll here. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, they're getting sued. No, they're not. <clears throat> they are. They are. They're getting sued over the happy cow claims, right? It's our ice cream comes from happy cows, right? Oh. And uh, people are like, yeah, Ben, Jerry, we've seen your cows. They don't look that happy. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Ben and Jerry, they're facing a lawsuit accusing the ice cream maker and his parent company of false advertising by saying the milk and cream in his product comes from happy cows. Uh, the story goes on that they're like, yeah, oh, oh, they're factory farms and those cows aren't genuinely happy. And how can you say oh, that they're wow. happy? And it's just a huge animal uh, rights group kind yeah. of really squeaking out about about that. Um I don't know. I don't know. The, the I know some things in the dairy industry are kind of heinous. Yeah, I feel like Ben and Jerry's is a good. I go to their. They have like a in Ann Arbor. In Ann Arbor, they have a, like a store, and I go in there sometimes, and they have like wooden spoons and like wooden straws too. Okay, like yeah. you eat. I just feel like, like they're they very can, environmentally they, friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's cool, but I wouldn't have. You know. Yeah. So I, I just the, the those animal those animal rights folks were were really going after it. Um, yeah. Or paper straws. Sorry, not wooden straws. That would hurt. Wooden spoons, paper straws. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. There's what else that I want to share with you. I had a couple other things in here that I, I wanted to, to share with you. A couple of fun things. Oh, no. Uh, Instagram, right? Yes. Who are you on Instagram, right? Because you're, you're a budding photographer, right? Yeah, that's what I do. That's my thing. That's your thing. So what's? Uh, do you want to share your Insta? My Instagram? Yeah, what's your Insta? Okay, hold on. Well, it's Sam underscore is underscore rocking. That's my Instagram. Sam is rocking. Yeah, Sam is rocking. But there's two underscores in between the Sam and the is. How many? How many? uh, Is in the rocking. How many uh, followers do you have? I have 1,327. All right. That's not a lot. We got our little buddy here, Gambino. Gambino. Oh, childish. Gambino? No, nope, what Gambino? Gambino nine one one. Who's Gambino nine one one? It's a cat. Is it Gambino nine one one? Is a cat that says, "Well, hi." Have you seen the cat that says hi? Gambino. Oh, I found him. He's got this video of Gambino saying, "Well, hi," has about five hundred thousand views. He is twelve point three thousand. Twelve point three k. 
Yeah, I said over yeah. 12,000. Over tw- you said that. Sorry, I wasn't paying any attention. I, I looked it up. I wasn't listening to you again, Jamie. Uh, you're the only one. I'm the only one here, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> you're so mean to me. I didn't. I was just looking. Breaking I was just heart. making sure that you weren't lying. All right. So here, um, do you have the sound up on my laptop? Yes. Okay. Because it, there's, there's, it's like it's like a 17-second video. Uh-huh. The well high comes in about twelve seconds in. Okay. Uh, and there's a lot of white noise as we get into it. Let's see, let's see what we got here. Is that a vacuum? It's white noise. Oh. Alright, here it comes, here it comes. No way. Did, did you did you Wait, hear did yeah, you hear can we play it again? Alright, hang on. I got I think I I, I tried to download it. Oh, that ain't it. I need to find this video. He has um, a TikTok too. Does I'm sure he does. Wow. All right, here we go. Well, hi. <laughs> turn turn it up a little bit. Okay. You got me up a little bit. Yep. <laughs> That's gonna be like my new ringtone. Oh I want to turn this into my ringtone. <laughs> People are wild. And he's got like such a cute little face yeah. too. So oh. little orange tabby cat. I'm here to play with the tabby cat. Well, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so turn that back down so it's not blasting. Oh, yep. Yeah. All right. So there you go. So that's Gambino. He's on Wait, uh, I think I found it. He's he's only got like 60 followers on uh on Facebook. Yeah, there oh you go. God, Isn't that cute? Cat. Is he oh cute? Gosh. That is cute. <laughs> It's uh so yeah it's Gambino and his buddy Tom, um and they have a Facebook page uh, as well so, uh, but he's got his own Instagram he doesn't oh. have to share his Instagram with Tom, uh but Gambino and Tom share share their Facebook page oh yeah and uh, but it was on yeah I found it on the it just it popped up in my Facebook feed and and I was like oh isn't that cute but it was uh from uh today from the Today Show oh yeah yeah and I'm like amazed that the, like their Facebook page hasn't just blown up you know oh yeah after getting mentioned on the Facebook probably after after we talk about them it's probably gonna blow it's up gonna now. blow up now now yeah you get that animal talk bump. I mean he has a lot of followers I well on the Instagram yeah. Oh, what about on Facebook? Facebook, there was only like 60. Oh, he has There's his only, own like page? Yeah. Gambino, like I said, Gambino and Tom. Again, not listening. <laughs> I am looking it up. <laughs> and it's not Gambino 911. It was just Gambino. I, might even, I can't find it, so it's Gambino fine. Gambino the cat. But he does have an Instagram. Uh, oh, no, it is Gambino 911 on Facebook. Yeah, oh but uh, the title of it is Gambino 911. But if you do like on Facebook, if you do that at you know Facebook.com slash Gambino 911. Yeah. But it's Gambino and Tom. Did you find it now? Yes. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> so there you go. So that's the, well, hi. Well, hi. I want to grab that and make it a ringtone <laughs> or something or use it as a drop here. That's a cute little kitty cat. Yeah. Because uh, I, I could have swore uh, Percy uh, Kirby could talk. Maybe he I did. Just, I would, we would sit there. We'd have a dinner apple together. Dinner apple? That's a really big apple. You would share it? Yeah, well, I'd eat one side, he'd eat the other. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. would eat apples? No, he didn't, he didn't let, he would lick them. Oh, okay. So he, so after I would bite the, the skin and I would bite down into it, 
you know, and as I turned it, because I wasn't eating off of the same side he was eating on, <laughs> I would turn it and he would lick the side that I had already eaten. Aww. But if you just set it there, he would just lick it and lick it and lick it and lick Aww. it and lick it and lick it, lick it. Yeah, he would just, just for you know, a half hour, just straight, yeah. just sitting there licking that apple core. Dang. Uh, just love the, just love doing that. So he would just sit there and then we'd have long conversations. Silently? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was saying stuff. <laughs> He was talking to my heartstrings, Samantha. Oh. <laughs> That's why we're still connected. I don't even need an invisible leash. You we have are just, one, though. We are just, we, yeah, we, I do. You have one, though. <laughs> I have one. I see it. Like it or not. Well, it's invisible. It is, it is there. So you turn that uh, volume down to a reasonable level? Yes, I believe so. That's good because you know why? I think I know why. Backdoor <laughs> fiction. You decide. I want to pick on you, Samantha. I have three headlines. Oh, no. Three headlines ripped oh, yeah, that's this from one. the news. <laughs> Two are absolutely true. One is completely, utterly, and totally false. Written by me while I was sitting here eating candy corn. Caramel corn. Caramel corn. Candy corn sounds funnier. It's not Work with the joke. Anymore. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so there you go, Samantha. I have three headlines. I'm going to read them to you. Uh, you need to guess which is the fake headline. Samantha, are you ready, my dear? No. <laughs> Too bad. All right, here we go. Uh, I gotta find my. I gotta find my page here. It's, it's so hard. I didn't print stuff because, well. All right. Um, three headlines, Sam. Three. Three headlines. Three. First. First headline. An. An 18,000-year-old puppy could change everything we know about dogs. 18,000 years old? You mean it lived that long? Or is there a puppy that was that from 18,000 years ago? Can you please give me some context? <laughs> it's a headline. I don't know. <laughs> I don't you read, didn't read it? I don't read these things. I just yanked the headline. I go, that sounds pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Here we go. Or maybe you wrote it. Maybe I wrote it. An 18,000-year-old puppy could change everything we know about dogs. I mean, it probably would change everything that we know about dogs. Maybe. Second headline. Most dolphins are right-handed, says researchers. <laughs> Why do all these sound terrible? And our third They're all fake. Our third headline. Cats can help track the stars. Sorry, there we go. An 18, this is so hard. Eighteen thousand year old puppy could change everything we know about dogs. Most dolphins are, are right handed, researchers say. Is right handed in quotations? Uh it is. That's why I went with the finger quotes. You didn't write that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like finger quotes. What do you mean? You didn't write that one. If it was an ellipses, it'd be all me. <laughs> I'm all about the ellipses. Inappropriate ellipses. I'm gonna. That's my. That's my uh, confirmation name. Inappropriate ellipses. And then the third headline: Cats can help track the stars. All right. Which is the? Which is the? The, the false the one. False the one, one that you made up. It's the not that, the dolphin one. Okay. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is. What's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> Red. No blue. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. Blue is my favorite color. It though. is. Just, uh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. I like purple. Um, 
I'm gonna go with. I'm so scared because if I get it wrong, I'm gonna hate myself. Yeah, I know. Could you give me a hint? <laughs> I know it's something. It's one of the one. three. Oh my god. There's your hint. <laughs> That's not a hint because I already knew that. A hint that I don't know. Oh, all right. Okay, okay, let me think. It's the one that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, what do the you The dog think? one. The dog one? Fat, drunk, and stupid is... God damn it! I wrote was the, it the I cat wrote the, one? I wrote the cat one, yeah. Damn it, that was my second answer. I knew you didn't write the dolphin one. I knew you didn't write the dolphin one. Yep. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. See, there I, you go. right away, I was like, quotations. No, he wouldn't put quotations in there. Uh, <laughs> actually, the full headline on the dog one was, Doggone it! Why how, did you say that? How an 18-year-old puppy could change everything we know i knew you wouldn't have written that if you had the dog on it that's why you cut it out you're getting smarter (laughs) so the the name there's this uh petrified dog eighteen thousand year old dog so it it's it's eighteen thousand years and two months (laughs) how do you how do they know well i think it's like a two-month-old puppy but do they have like little rings on it like trees yeah i don't know (laughs) Um, that's a very precise date. How do we know this? Well, Dogor, this is, this, it, it's so aptly named. Gore? Like, uh, like, like the D-O-G-O-R. D-O-G-O-R. Dogor. 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 Oh. Uh, it was found by the, by tusk hunters in the summer of 2018, buried in the permafrost, um, somewhere in the, in Siberia. Um, so it's, uh, radiocarbon, carbon dating shows, uh, Dogor is about 18,000 years old, um, so well preserved that even his eyelashes and whiskers are in good condition. Scientists are able to tell that a puppy was two months old when it passed. So 18,000 years. And two months. Two months. Uh, So hopefully Dogor didn't suffer from the position of his bodies. It seems he was not in distress. Um, But the getting into the genome and everything, um, there's a lot of, lot of things about Dogor that are changing what scientists, um, know and understand uh, about ancient dogs. So it's not, is it a dog or a wolf? Um, it's, it's a dog. So it is, it, they didn't expect it to be uh, as doggy as, huh. as it was being that, that old. So there you go. So if you want to find out more about dog or the 18,000 year old two month puppy, <laughs> Google it. Who died in Siberia. Mm, yes. So dolphins are right handed researchers say, uh, dolphins, like humans, have a dominant right-hand side, according to research. About 90% of humans are right-handed, uh, but we're not but the some only— some are left-handed. 10%, probably, yeah. <laughs> if 90% are Could right-handed. You... <laughs> I do math part-time. Uh, do you? So humans are not the only animals that show such preferences. Gorillas tend to be right-handed. Kangaroos are generally southpaws. Uh, even cats have a preference for a particular side, although which is favored appears to depend on their sex. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That so researchers wild. have found common uh, common bottlenose dolphins appear to have a stronger right high, right side basis. Sorry, right side bias than humans do. Huh. Yeah, this is coming out of uh, the Guardian here. Oh wow. Yep. Uh, so researchers. Yeah, they have a, a right side bias, even more so than humans. I didn't expect to find it in the particular behavior, um, but it's a very strong behavior, said Dr. Daisy Kelpin. Hey, Dr. Daisy, <laughs> you crazy. Same. Studying dolphins. Uh, 
<laughs> you name your kid Daisy, they're going to grow up and they're going to be a, a dolphin scientist. Guaranteed. <laughs> uh, researchers studying common bottle, bottlenose dolphins in the Bahamas say they have a preference uh, and it shows up in, in uh, how they feed and how they swim together and how they, they group uh, and how they echolocate for pray, uh, prey. Um and how they shove their beaks into the sand. So there's a, a lot of care, a lot of things they do, and it looks about 99% of the 709 recorded activities and and dolphins. Uh, 99% of them were right finned. <laughs> huh. So yeah, so there you go. Nutty. That's why. Are you right-handed or left-handed? Yes. You're you're a southpaw, aren't you? Is that left or right? That's left-handed. I'm right. You're right handed. Yeah. You hold you hold pens. I hold my pencil weird. In a very peculiar way. Yeah. yeah you kind of hold it like a dagger. You hold your pen and pencil like a uh, like a crazy dagger. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. That's I don't know. It's like, ah. Why? I, how do you? Why do you do that? How did you? I was that just born that way. way. You just born you, you're way. born that way. You and Lady Gaga were born that yeah. way. Yeah. Now you got a little. Hitler I do. mustache. I do. You're sniffing that marker. No, and you put I, a... I love to sniff the markers. Don't sniff the markers. Um, yeah. Don't sniff the markers. Who's bad? <laughs> you didn't want to hear me talk about my story. No, oh, I'm just what kidding. story? I didn't have a story. Oh, I was just born that way. Animal joke of the week. Samantha, you ready for a couple bad animal jokes? Maybe. All right. Yes, yes, yes. What, uh, what do cats like to eat on a hot day? Uh, hot fish. Mice cream. <laughs> that sounds nasty. Uh, why do cats always get their way? Because they're the boss. They're persuasive. Oh, wow. These are all <laughs> bad. How do two cats end a fight? They didn't. They hiss and make up. <laughs> uh, what should you use to comb a cat? A brush. A catacomb. Oh my god, these are so bad! Look at some funny ones. How do you know? How do you know a cat is agitated? They just are. He's they having are. a hissy fit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you one go. more, one oh. more, one more, one more. I was done. Oh, can I do one? Yeah, sure. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> say we uh, stalling, stalling. Yeah, stalling, Samantha, stalling, you, you got to find a bad. You want a good bad animal joke? Yeah. So I went cat because we had uh, the cat headline. I got you with the cat headline. So I was. Oh yeah. yeah I was going with that's the cat. Smart. That's why. That's why I went with the cat. Oh jokes. wait, I'm gonna do dolphin. Oh, that would have been good. There's probably some good dolphin jokes out there. Some good bad dolphin jokes. Yeah, I put good bad dolphin jokes. <laughs> in there you are. Bad. That's what I do. Yeah, I do the same thing. Um, looking for whatever animal we're searching for. It's amazing that there's a whole page devoted to bad this or that animal joke, and, and you find them all that. <laughs> and then I find different ones all the time. It's like, oh my god, how many different bad animal joke pages are there? Did you get one yet? <laughs> why don't dolphins pass their exams? I don't know why. Because they work below sea level. Mm. <laughs> no, that's stupid. Um, that's the point. Uh, no. Big finish, big finish. <laughs> this is hard. All these are bad. I know, right? I just charge through and say them. That's, well, that's the whole point of it. So forget that noise. We're going with the bad. <laughs> what?
what do dolphins need to stay healthy? I don't know. What do dolphins need? Vitamin to stay? C. Oh, like C. S E A. That's it. God. The rest of these are bad. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is a good one. All right, hang on, hang on. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you can play the thing. It's okay. Okay, what did the dolphin say when the priest tossed him a fish? What did the dolphin say when a priest tossed him a fish? Holy mackerel. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. With that, uh. Samantha, uh, how do people uh, find out about us? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have our uh, website, www.animaltalkradio.com, where you can find all of our website things. Um, and then we have social media uh, pages, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, uh, at Animal Talk Radio. I haven't been on the Instagram in a minute because I forgot the password, so I'm going to have to uh, figure that out. <laughs> or it got changed or something. I don't know. I don't know. But it's okay. Um, and then we also have our merch site, wearingfunny.com. So cool. you can do that. Uh, there you go. Thanks so much for uh, listening in. Truly, absolutely, genuinely, absolutely appreciated. We're heading into the holidays, uh, depending on when you hear this, so... Happy holidays, Merry Christmas! Uh, and God, if you don't celebrate Christmas, God bless to you and yours. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all that stuff. Merry Christmas, and then just accept it and say thank you. Oh well, no, I mean they got all the different. You know, you got Kwanzaa, you got Hanukkah, you got Chinese New Year. Or was Chinese New Year in the middle of the year? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> all right, but no, yeah, like, subscribe, leave a comment, and uh, we re- again, yeah, actually, truly appreciate you. Till next time, please have an exotic week. And kiss you wild thing for me.